You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Adrian Bejan is the J.A. Jones Distinguished Professor of Mechanical Engineering at Duke University. He has published 530 peer-reviewed articles and 24 books, including Advanced Engineering Thermodynamics and Constructal Theory of Social Dynamics. With J. Paydar Zane, his new book is Design in Nature, How the Constructal Law Governs Evolution in Biology, Physics, Technology, and Social Organizations. Thank you for joining me, Adrian. Thank you very much uh, for inviting me. This is a very fascinating book. It's, I think, the closest thing I've seen to a coherent macroscopic theory of everything that I, that okay. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, I agree with your uh, um, uh, introduction and, and summary at the same time. Um, it is uh, a macroscopic view of, uh, of in this case, of uh, uh, the phenomenon, phenomenon of design in nature. It is, uh, however, um, more than a theory. Uh, it is a uh, it is a law of physics, and uh, the belief the belief uh, uh, that in uh, in the law, meaning that the law is correct, and the application of this law to various uh, design phenomena becomes the theory, and this is how the theory grows as uh, more and more scientists rely on this uh, first principle. Uh, in order to make sense of design and nature and to predict the new um, new uh, uh, shapes and structures, um, uh, both natural and also uh, useful, i.e. as extensions of, of the human uh, flow on the landscape. So the theory is the, uh, is the growing uh, activity. The uh, idea is actually one, and uh, like any law of physics, it applies to everything. It's really fascinating. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, you were talking about the difference between theories and laws, and I'd just like to get this straight for our listeners. Uh, explain the difference between a law of physics and, say, uh, the theory of evolution, which is often used as a means to um, dismiss evolution as being merely a theory. Okay. Um, the uh, 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 physics, or actually science in general, is a... Um, is a um, a, uh, a story that uh, many scientists have written about uh, about nature. Okay, so it is actually actually a, um, a compact uh, a narrative, one that is uh, morphing and improving every day toward becoming simpler and simpler in order to cover more and more uh, uh, observations of uh, the phenomena that uh, surround us. Uh, for, it is for this reason that science has uh, emerged as a uh, as a uh, thin book, if you wish, uh, with a hierarchy uh, at um, at the center of this uh, uh, construction are uh, very very few statements, which are the laws, and then uh, uh, from these laws, uh, you know, the laws of mechanics, the laws of thermodynamics. Um, now the constructor law is included. Um, th these are the, 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 the large pillars that um, support the tent under which all the uh, observations of uh, nature fit. Um, the, um, the, the, the theory uh, as, a, um, as, a, as a thinking process is um, uh, something else. It is a, uh, it is a um, uh, this word theory uh, is uh, for the thinking process that, uh, um, that begins uh, as a flash in the mind, in the eyes of the mind, 
um, a, a, a viewing that says how things should be in nature. This, is, this happens before uh, opening the eyes or opening the window to look outside. Uh, theory as a thinking process has a uh, time arrow uh, from uh, thought first, thought first, observation later. It is uh, the completely opposite uh, time arrow of empiricism or observation, which begins with, uh, with observing first and then uh, rationalizing, meaning trying to make sense or to put in the right place the, the observed. So empiricism is to theory what is a male to female or uh, night to day or, uh, or a dead to alive. They are not to be confused with each other and neither of them is law of physics. Now, uh, I'd like you to just take us back to when you first stumbled onto this law. You're a, a mechanical engineer, and, and I, there you are. You're, you're working a lot with the, the you're, you spend a lot of your time obeying the first and second laws of thermodynamics, uh, <laughs> and I, I, you're I, at a lecture. I, uh, I did a lot more than that. <laughs> I, I, I devoted my career to uh, uh, not only to obeying, but to teaching and to protecting and to, uh, to defending the, the laws of thermodynamics and to uh, passing them uh, on to the next generation correctly. Uh, this is the mission of the, uh, of the professor of thermodynamics, thermodynamics, or for that matter, the professor of any other discipline. It is, uh, well, uh, what, uh, what the old uh, scientists have done for us, it is to, 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 to um, uh, improve and to protect and to transmit. And that's what I've been doing with thermodynamics. It is from this uh, activity that um, um, I came up with a constructive law by accident. I knew thermodynamics. I knew, uh, and then it occurred to me what was missing in uh, thermodynamics. Thermodynamics has uh, two uh, first principles. Uh, one happens to be called the first law. It is the principle of uh, conservation of energy, which is really a generalization of what uh, was known in mechanics uh, before thermodynamics. Uh, and then the second uh, principle, uh, the second law, which is another first principle, is the, is a, is the, is the uh, uh, law of physics that accounts for the phenomenon of irreversibility, which is that anything uh, out there has a tendency to flow from high to low. Uh, it's as, as simple as that. In uh, neither of these um, uh, laws of thermodynamics, uh, uh, one finds uh, anything um, uh, written or commanded uh, with regard to the occurrence of configuration in what is flowing. So design and the evolution of design, the improvement of design in time, which is actually everywhere, is uh, not accounted for by the two laws of thermodynamics. Yet in spite of this, uh, there are lots of scientists, uh, starting with the engineers, who, uh, who devote their careers to improving the design. There are lots of um, uh, geophysicists who speak of, uh, of uh, river basins as, uh, as designs, as uh, configurations that vehicle uh, water mass. There are growing numbers of biologists who speak of animal design. Um, they are now uh, back to geophysics, uh, people who speak of uh, basically the design of uh, climate, the, uh, um, okay, how to, uh, how to design or improve the uh, interaction or, or interface between uh, uh, our human existence and that of the environment, and on and on and on. So design um, has been creeping into the scientific language uh, illegally. Uh, without being, without being, without having the entry papers uh, that would be provided by uh, by its own law, so the uh, 
science has been uh, has been more than ripe uh, for what uh, the constructor law is now offering. This is the way, in other words, we are now, you and I are discussing uh, um, um, events uh, on the front lines uh, of, a, uh, of a revolution that was waiting to happen, or a revolution that is in fact uh, more than, uh, uh, more than um, uh, ripe to be consumed. Uh, uh, we know what we see. In fact, art, uh, religion, science uh, begin with uh, with uh, contemplating the uh, the uh, the f shape and structure, the beauty, the rhythm, all these things, the sounds that, uh, in fact, language comes from <laughs> contemplating the sounds that uh, that impress us. And um, and uh, uh, it is, uh, we have words for these things that, uh, that impress us. Uh, I mentioned the shape, structure, configuration, pattern, um, motif, um, uh, all the way to art and beauty. And then um, if, these are the, uh, if these represent the, the true uh, images that inspire our thinking, then I think uh, it is uh, a time to call spades and to call uh, these things a phenomenon, design in nature. And uh, in, in order to shoehorn the, uh, these uh, observations into the thin book of physics, we need to condense the, the phenomenon into a simple statement. And that's how the constructor law became what it is. The constructor law is uh, uh, simply the statement that anything uh, that is finite size, which means macroscopic, finite size, not infinitesimal, um, uh, for anything like that to uh, persist in time, uh, and that means to live. It, um, it must uh, um, flow and change its configuration in time so that it flows more and more easily for uh, greater and greater access. So uh, if it, uh, the uh, constructed law is, um, is not about what flows. Not, none of that is mentioned in the statement. It is about how any flow system acquires uh, or equips itself with configuration in time to flow more and more easily. So uh, you see, if what 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 you're saying then is is that in any system, the it as it flows, what emerges is design, some kind of pattern that is actually proves to us to be pleasing because we're part of that pattern. This ultimately works out, and. So I just want to get this straight from the beginning. You're not saying that there's a designer. This is not a, a argument for intelligent design. This is uh, conceives of design as something that emerges from the physical law that you've described. Uh, design uh, emergence, to use your word, and design uh, evolution mm -hmm. is a phenom phenomenon of physics. In, uh, this is the declaration or the shout from the rooftops. It is the same sort of uh, statement as uh, um, gravitational uh, fall um, happens. Uh, okay. After such a statement uh, comes the, uh, the law of uh, Galileo Galilei, uh, which summarizes uh, the fact that gravitational fall happens. Design in nature happens. It is, by the way, a noun, not a verb. Mm -hmm. uh, design, the shape and the structure and all these things I enumerate, uh, are not to be confused with the verb to design. Uh, I know plenty about that because I'm an engineer, but, uh, and yes, uh, to design, uh, uh, also brings in a, a designer, one or many. 
uh, I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about the noun design, which, by the way, comes from the uh, the uh, Renaissance uh, uh, Italian word disegno, which means drawing. Uh, then it became a French dessin, which is, means the same thing, drawing, black on white. Um, and uh, for some reason, in, instead of being called black on white in English or blueprint, it became design. <laughs> I'm talking about the drawing. It's, um, it's, it's the drawing, okay? Uh, the, the black lines meaning something that has contrast, something that has, and by the way, it's not a drawing of uh, links or of networks. I'm not talking about a dead, uh, a dead drawing, still art. It's not about uh, links. It's about flows. Every line that, that we see in the pattern uh, represents a current. It's about flows. We are, yes, we're linked by flows. We're not linked by ropes. Now, this... Uh theory emerged because you, uh, someone, uh, Prigozhin, is that? Prigozhin, yes, uh, that's the accident. He, yeah. he uh, it was at his lecture where you had this realization. So talk about what he thought was a coincidence, which you realized could not possibly be coincidence. Right. Well, by the way, uh, the accident itself was the coincidence, <laughs> which, uh, which, um, which makes, uh, makes uh, a, a big point, and that is that, uh, yes, so random events are all over, including in how uh, science improve, improves itself. You began correctly. I'm an engineer. I, uh, I do uh, uh, my best. Uh, and in the mid-90s, I was uh, doing my best to uh, configure in the darkness or in the light of my mind, and not by looking at nature, to configure the flow of heat out of uh, compact electronics, such as your laptop. Uh, so here is the, uh, this box that uh, is being heated by its electronic components. And uh, my, uh, the challenge to me was uh, to suck this heat out of the box uh, more and more easily, in the same way that uh, this is the complete analog of, uh, of uh, pulling air out of the, the, the human lung. How do you uh, uh, allow this air to escape uh, the easiest? I was not thinking of the human lung. I was actually thinking of uh, uh, pulling this heat out of the box. And it occurred to me by, uh, by imagining uh, th drawings that had not been made before that, um, that the easier way for the heat to flow out is if it were uh, uh, ducted along uh, high conductivity blades organized as trees. So I had designed in the mid-90s uh, trees of, uh, of uh, uh, gold blades. This is just in principle. Uh, so that when inserted into your uh, hot box, these, go uh, these um, uh, uh, fingers of gold would be uh, um, conducting the heat out uh, uh, most famously. So with, uh, I was not thinking much of this uh, work of mine, um, but the, the coincidence is that in the September 1995, I was at a uh, thermodynamics conference in Nancy, France, uh, where uh, the banquet speaker was the Nobel laureate, Ilya Prigozhin. Uh, he uh, was talking about uh, his own view of, uh, yes, design in nature, um, uh, which was uh, imbibed in, uh, in uh, the uh, Darwinian non-determinism, you know, chance. And uh, he made a statement that um, um, flow structures in nature, which are shaped as trees from river basins to uh, lightning, he mentioned lightning, uh, and of course the tree in the, uh, in the, in the orchard, uh, are the result of uh, throwing the dice, literally. And uh, uh, luckily, um, I uh, speak French, so I understood what he said. 
And it struck me as completely wrong because uh, back in the meantime, back in the States, on my work table, I had trees that had not uh, come from uh, uh, rolling the dice. In fact, I was not rolling anything, not even my eyes. I was not looking through the window at, at trees. I was trying to uh, vehicle um, um, a flow from an entire box to one point on the edge of the box. And that was, it's called uh, the heat sink in, uh, in, uh, in uh, electronics terminology. So my trees came from principle. And the fact that he didn't have my principle, meaning the fact that he did not know it, it meant that my principle, which I was invoking intuitively, uh, was in fact the principle that stood behind this uh, universal tendency in nature to impress us with configurations. And uh, so that's uh, that principle which I was invoking uh, became, um, uh, uh, in my mind, first uh, universal, universally applicable. Uh, I gave it a name. I stated it first. I gave it a name. I published it in uh, 1996 uh, twice. And uh, to my uh, big surprise, it uh, developed a life of its own. Uh, during the past, uh, what, 15 years, there is a, um, a worldwide community growing around uh, uh, design um, in nature and design in uh, engineering, too, as a, um, as a um, scientific subject, not as a compartment of art. Now, what I think is so interesting about this is the way that you uh, break this out from just beyond science. Now, you started out when you, once you had, you, were, you had created this heat sink for a computer chip and it looked like a tree and you, and then you uh, had heard this, uh, this lecture, then you started analyzing rivers. So talk about how you used your basic theory to mathematically predict data that had already been established about the way rivers are created. The um, okay, uh, life is uh, is a is a wonderful uh, um, uh, construction of uh, of uh, of, uh, of beautiful coincidences. Uh, uh, after this accident, you mentioned rivers. Well, uh, Adrian wakes up to the fact that Adrian uh, grew up on the Danube. I grew up in the Delta, to be more precise. And all of a sudden, uh, images from childhood come uh, with the worms. Uh, uh, I, yes, uh, as early as then, I was uh, fascinated by the fact that uh, the Danube Delta looks like a tree, that in fact anything looks like a tree, uh, anything that flows on the ground. Uh, uh, I had um, uh, my father, a veterinarian, uh, showed me uh, uh, the development of the chicken embryo on the inside surface of the eggshell. Uh, from day to day, it grows uh, just like the river basin would grow um, uh, under the rain. Uh, in, in the case of the embryo, it's a vasculature that develops on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on, uh, on an egg-sized version of the globe. Uh, so That's these, fascinating. So, yes. So I had I had all these things in me. I've had the biology, uh, uh, plenty of biology education right here. I mean, I uh, so yes, you can call me a mechanical engineer, but I've I've been exposed to uh, to biology. I've been exposed to geophysics. Uh, uh, they are who I am, and. Uh, and so, yes, one of the first things I looked uh, at with the constructor law was uh, this business of uh, predicting uh, river basins. And uh, with, uh, with um, uh, colleagues, three other colleagues, 
uh, I was able to predict something that everybody knows, uh, knows empirically through observations that uh, the river basin should be de designed in such a way, not only as a tree, but as a tree in which on an average, which means broadly speaking, Every uh, channel should have, uh, on an average, uh, four tributaries. This is the construction rule for river basins. Uh, for the human lung, it is uh, two tributaries for every air tube, uh, and there are reasons for that. But these are predictions that I was now able to make um, by uh, doing to lungs and doing to the water in the river basin what I had done um, uh, as an ignorant man to heat out of a uh, computer box in the mid-90s. So you were using the law that you had created, that you had discovered in the heat box, yeah. to predict, to predict um, what proved to be empirical evidence out there. So that's how this, that's how, how you were able to not only deduce, you had deduced the law or induced the law or saw the law uh, through a flash of insight. Now you are taking this and turning it outward and using it to predict outward behavior and, and what you said, the reverse of empiricism. Correct. Yeah, the fact that uh, uh, it, it was known in geophysics, uh, mm -hmm. uh, this number four, uh, that, that doesn't mean that uh, geophys geophysics could predict the number four. Right. They had to Finally, discover it by measure, by, by going out there and looking at all by, the stuff. By counting, <laughs> by counting things on the map. And that took, of course, a long time, and it is irrefutable. But Adrian comes from with absolutely nothing except an idea and predicts it, actually, on the back of an envelope. That's uh, and. Is the same with the with the human lung, and is the same with, uh, frankly, everything else. Most uh, most uh, uh, surprisingly, were the most exciting uh, such step. It was uh, to predict the animal locomotion, which this time is a design of a slightly different type. It's about rhythm. It's about the speed at which uh, le uh, legs should move, or uh, wings should flap, or uh, fish tailing should be. Uh, that uh, that uh, rhythm also is equivalent to predicting the speed of every animal. So uh, uh, with nothing, nothing except the constructor law, um, uh, our group was able to uh, to predict uh, all everything that's worth uh, <laughs> summarizing uh, on half a page about animal locomotion, and that everything is the following: that larger um, animals should move on the landscape, meaning on the map, faster with a particular uh, formula between speed and uh, and the body size. So larger means faster. Larger means uh, uh, lower frequency, mean, meaning that uh, the whale should uh, fish tail uh, less frequently than the, uh, than the tuna. Um, uh, and uh, with uh, greater forces, meaning larger animals uh, uh, are um, uh, po more powerful weightlifters. And uh, if, uh, finally, and this is most important, larger uh, animals uh, are also more efficient uh, vehicles for animal mass. So per kilogram moved, a larger animal uh, needs less food. This is the prediction uh, from uh, one of the several uh, most important predictions from the constructor law. So animal design is not only about what flows inside the animal, uh, in other words, making the animal as a, as a more and more perfect uh, motor. 
It is also about uh, uh, being uh, the, better, the best the possible vehicle, This mm. meaning for moving stuff. Uh, moving the, the animal itself across the landscape correct. it inhabits. Yes, all the animals, uh, uh, all the animals are uh, trucks, uh, or if you want uh, buckets of water in the river basin of, uh, of uh, animal mass flowing on the landscape. As they said in Star Trek once, mostly bags, ugly bags of mostly water. Yeah, right. That's exactly what I we are. I didn't know that, but that is uh, okay. Uh, this is uh, we in uh, in uh, in the constructal law field. Uh, we uh, we joke about the constructal prefigurations. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning we run into uh, words uh, of like just like this one, uh, in, in many actually in the work of Da Vinci, um, which uh, today uh, fit uh, perfectly uh, in the book of uh, uh, the constructal law of design and evolution in nature. Uh, but if that is what uh, they wrote in uh, Star Trek, then uh, then they uh, they uh, uh, I belong to them. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when you crossed, but one of the things you did that was um, daring and odd and and I would guess for you somewhat controversial was to cross from the world of physics and the world of uh, water flows, the world of heat sinks the world of biology because those two had heretofore been completely separated i mean the, uh, you were told there was no you know chimpanzees are chimpanzees and rivers are rivers there's no connection there's no law that would govern both but you found one yeah and um here i uh, i did not put this in the book the uh, uh something that i believe in which is that uh, uh ignorance ignorance is uh, is an asset in the mind of the creative Yes, I'm, I was ignorant. I was not an expert in these domains you, you mentioned, uh, but I know very well because being a, uh, uh, an engineer uh, is, a, is a, in my view, a tremendous thing. Uh, we are uh, schooled in everything, including physics. We are schooled in, uh, in, um, in uh, you name it. You name the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the discipline, we, uh, we know something about it. So engineering is a very broad education. Mechanical engineering in particular is the foundation of uh, the engineering, which is the foundation of civilization. Without mechanical engineering, nothing moves. Uh, Mechanical engineering is the discipline uh, uh, that uh, became uh, what it is because of the Industrial Revolution, just like thermodynamics. So uh, everybody takes uh, power out of the outlet in the wall uh, and doesn't think about where the power comes from. It comes from mechanical engineering. So <laughs> so I had I did not have uh, uh, in me um, uh, uh, any appreciation for the walls that have uh, been built between uh, disciplines and departments on campus. Uh, in fact, uh, my best friends are, uh, are from uh, outside the engineering school. They are sociologists, they are uh, philosophers of science at Duke. Uh, they are actually, uh, uh, yes, physicists and biologists. And I, if I were to compare uh, uh, who has been uh, uh, f- uh, friendly or friends uh, of uh, the constructed law first, I would say that it was not the engineers or, uh, for that matter, the physicists. It was the biologists and the sociologists. That's a really fascinating aspect of this uh, law. I, I'd like you to just talk about as you, when you first posited this law, and as you start to to apply it beyond the world of thermodynamics into, you know, uh, the world of biology, could you talk about? Did you meet resistance? Did you say people this, you know, 
because one of the things your law to us when we hear it in but when you as you put it and we look around you you say boy that makes complete sense it's it's intuitively obvious to us once you mention it it's like many many smart theorems you look around and say of course <laughs> now but when you're dealing with science the way science advances it's science isn't necessarily friendly the scientific world isn't necessarily friendly to intuition it wants data so could you talk about um bringing this to the scientific world and you know getting it accepted or is it, has it been accepted and, and where how do you feel it's moving forward these things don't change revolutions doesn't happen overnight in science does it correct and uh, uh, and that's also true of the constructor law uh, as I said uh, uh, constructor law was born in 1996 now we are 15 years later uh, now actually the um, the constructor law is uh, is accepted. It has uh, it has its own steam uh, in its uh, steam engine. Um, this uh, past December, um, uh, we had the the seventh uh, the seventh uh, international conference dedicated to the constructor law. Meaning conference organ conferences organized by other colleagues of mine. Uh, this most recent one was in uh, Porto Alegre, Brazil. Um, uh, there are publications uh, all over. Uh, if uh, one types uh, the word constructal on Google Scholar, one finds uh, 16, uh, 1,600 uh, uh, articles published uh, that have the word constructal in them or in the keywords. Uh, these are obviously articles written by uh, other people, not by Adrian Bejan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Uh, so to answer your question uh, of how I felt uh, 15 years ago, you are uh, uh, right on the money with uh, with your um, statement. In the beginning, meaning before I uh, climb out, climbed out on a limb, I was afraid that uh, this idea will be uh, will be um, will uh, will uh, will not be received uh, uh, properly or uh, will not be received at all. Uh, to my big surprise, it was received uh, very well. Uh, I was able to publish, because I'm an engineer, I was able to publish in the, the Journal of Applied Physics. Uh, I was in the, the Journal of Experimental Biology. Um, in other words, uh, these colleagues from uh, across the fence um, found uh, the idea useful. And so uh, I was shocked by this. And then after these uh, words, these signs of acceptance, I was invited to uh, their conferences. I was invited uh, to contribute to their books. Uh, they uh, uh, then uh, came to, uh, to meetings uh, that uh, uh, were organized on, uh, in the constructor law field. Uh, many of them have actually joined me as co-authors. My co-authors uh, have been uh, and continue to be from, uh, from uh, physics and biology in addition to engineering. Uh, I have co-authors from uh, sociology and from uh, uh, the philosophy of science. Uh, this is a wonderful thing about uh, about the science. If, if a new idea, uh, if it is good, it uh, it travels uh, far and it persists. And along the way, it um, it ends up being a thin book in the uh, in the backpacks of many others. Uh, who are it obeys the constructal law. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, uh, the 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 development of science and the spreading of science on the landscape is really no different than uh, the development of anything else that spreads, such as, as technology or uh, or uh, a good song or a good movie. Uh, that's that's uh, the same phenomenon, uh, except that the science uh, uh, evolution and spreading is, in my view, the big one. The big thing, the uh, <laughs> the reason why everybody is uh, speed walking toward having it. Um, now, uh, I, I'd like you to just talk about um, address one thing, just to, to to reiterate this. When you talk about design, you're talking about a pattern, and this is I I want to make this very clear. This is not this constructal law is not a stocking horse for intelligent design or creationism, is it? No, or, no, no. It is a law of physics, mm -hmm. and uh, like uh, any other law, laws, law of physics, the constructive law um, uh, helps uh, thinking people to, uh, uh, to improve their own thinking. I, uh, I have, I, I have uh, a huge respect for, uh, for uh, individual uh, thought and creativity, and, um, and I, uh, I wish uh, 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 everybody out there to experience the intellectual pleasure that uh, I experience every time I uh, contemplate a new idea that's better than the ideas that I that I held previously, uh, <laughs> and I'm talking about any idea uh -huh. that's that's uh, that's better. I just love it uh, when uh, when my own light bulb is uh, is uh, coming on. And uh, yes, sometimes I hit my forehead and I said I should have thought of it myself. Uh, and uh, this is why life is wonderful. Life is, uh, is, um, is uh, in my view, to be uh, uh, lived happily. And life begins in the mind with images. Uh, and uh, so uh, in this particular case, uh, the constructor law is, a, uh, is, a, is an opportunity to living intellectually uh, better than before. Now, one of the things that's key to understanding this is that the constructal law suggests that evolution, which we always think of as something that occurs over a long period of time and we really can't perceive, it's something like mountains rising. You, not, you can't just stand there and watch it happen. Sure. Contrary to that, constructal law suggests that evolution happens around us all the time, pretty quickly. And if you know what, if you understand the way the constructal law works, you can see evolution at work all around us in a variety of settings. Correct. And, uh, and also you can uh, then uh, uh, accept, accept with a greater confidence that uh, animal design, or for that matter, river basin design, uh, came from uh, the same phenomenon of uh, design generation and evolution uh, as these other things you mentioned, which are observable in our uh, lifetime. Uh, such as uh, sports evolution or the evolution of technology, uh, the um, uh, f uh, frankly the evolution of uh, of uh, writing, the evolution of the alphabet. Uh, uh, all the look if you um, if you are passionate about history, I am actually passionate about history, uh, or passionate about uh, where languages come from. Um, um, but uh, anyway, history is, uh, is this book that if you uh, flip the pages fast enough, you see a movie, a movie of images 
uh, of uh, of basic of where we come from, and you see uh, how uh, how we have changed. We see you see how our uh, language has changed. Uh, you see how our map has changed. Uh, civilization is a flow, a flow in time, but also in space. It is uh, really uh, this uh, in this case river basin of humanity uh, spreading on the globe, um, and. Um, when the flow was uh, with uh, with wumpf, uh, it spread uh, faster. Those who are advanced, quote unquote, uh, are the ones who discovered other places. Um, and uh, the uh, civilization that was uh, uh, more advanced is the one that prevailed where uh, the, where it arrived. Uh, and uh, unlike other civilizations that were less advanced, they did not prevail where they expanded. And in other words, good ideas uh, uh, persisted, and they continue to persist today. And this is really the, the, the mother of, uh, of uh, globalization today. Globalization is the latest word for uh, what we have been uh, uh, doing uh, as a civilized uh, society from the beginning. Uh, we've been spreading, we've been improving our flows, we've been burning more fuel in order to drive uh, everything that moves because uh, uh, if it is not uh, driven, it is not moving. Um, and uh, that's basically who we are. And with the constructor law, um, uh, there should be no doubt uh, about uh, the direction in which we are going. Uh, it is a uh, direction of uh, more of the same, which means uh, uh, flowing more, meaning uh, moving more, uh, uh, being more affluent, obviously, being, being more free, because without uh, uh, more freedom, one cannot uh, change the design of how to move. You suggest that freedom is a key aspect of this, and when, yes. especially when we get to, to the, the social dynamics uh, right, right, of it. right, right. A, uh, a river basin that's uh, you know strangled by uh, by levees and uh, and cement uh, uh, riverbeds uh, is not uh, free to change, mm -hmm. uh, and no. it's destined actually destined to uh, to revolt against uh, 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 these uh, shackles. <laughs> uh, and now I'm using uh, uh, the very language that applies to uh, to social systems. Um, and by the way, to any design without freedom. Um, the, uh, the, the idea of design and then the morphing of the design is complete nonsense. Uh, without freedom, there is nothing worth looking at. Um, design, uh, uh, meaning freedom is good for design. That's, uh, that's a, uh, um, I, I, we say in the book uh, that uh, if there is one word that uh, I would uh, add today to the constructor law, uh, would be the word given freedom. W given freedom, any uh, finite size flow system uh, has the tendency to reconfigure itself in time to flow uh, more and more easily uh, for greater and greater access. Uh, freedom is a, a um, precondition for uh, having design and, um, and having evolution. Now, uh, having made the leap from the riverbeds to biology that's a that was a big leap scientifically i mean that was a that was a you brought together uh two disciplines that had heretofore been thought of as completely separate uh, at the, the time i i had uh, the so-called leap uh, i did not make it i was in fact uh, writing about both at the same time it's mm -hmm. like speaking through uh, both uh, corners of my mouth <laughs> uh, the, i really did i had it never crossed my mind um, uh, that i was uh, 
I was uh, using both apples and oranges in order to uh, basically uh, describe a boxing match. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I had, uh, and uh, it was this way. Uh, I, as I said, I started publishing uh, with a constructor law in uh, 1996. In 1997, um, I, uh, I published uh, my, the second edition of my book, Advanced Engineering Thermodynamics. And in it, an entire chapter, actually the biggest chapter, is about the constructor law here in this chapter. This is just months after the uh, the uh, event in Nancy. Uh, I have in this chapter everything that uh, that I to me it was obvious, uh, uh, obviously a constructor design uh, phenomenon. Uh, these things that you mentioned, the uh, the design of uh, of um, of a respiration uh, was there. The river basins were there. The uh, design of the snowflake something that everybody thinks that uh, has no flow in it. I had it predicted in, in this chapter. Um, you know, that was a really interesting uh, side note in the book was that because I always thought the, that snowflakes, you know, just came about because of some kind of physical law of crystallization. I had no clue. Yeah, but yeah. it's interesting to know that it, that it had already been dismissed in Right, right. The uh, uh, the snowflake uh, is uh, is a fantastic uh, example of uh, how a, a new law of physics um, uh, destroys the uh, the uh, the prevailing view. Uh, the new law is the constructed law. Um, the the prevailing view was that uh, nothing flows through the uh, crystal because it's a piece of solid, uh, meaning ice. Uh, obviously, there are no holes in those uh, fingers of ice. And um, uh, uh, that uh, never uh, uh, crossed my mind that would be true. Actually, I, w I became curious about the, uh, the snowflake uh, for the following reason. With a constructor law, I became convinced that if I see a pattern, something must be flowing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then the question with the, with the snowflake, which has a pattern, is what is flowing? And the answer is immediate. Heat is flowing because during solidification, um, the, uh, the, uh, the ice surfaces uh, liberate the, the heat that's called latent heat of solidification. This heat has to be uh, dissipated uh, to the ambient. It has to be uh, radiated to the cold air. It's a water version of the heat sinks you are designing for computer uh, chips. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. I, although I haven't written that yet, but that's a very good connection. So to me, as a theranomicist, uh, the, uh, the, uh, this uh, piece of ice was a flow system. And uh, then I asked the constructor law, uh, it tell me, uh, how should this uh, architecture be so that it uh, vehicles this heat the easiest from the ice to the cold air? Bingo, uh, the constructor law said. It should be uh, dendritic, which means tree-shaped. Um, and uh, I went on uh, making the drawings that are uh, that are commanded by the constructor law. And in addition, this tree-shaped architecture should be plain, should be flat, um, meaning that the ice should be a flake, not a ball, not a furry ball. You see, mm -hmm. uh, people who talk about snowflake architecture never uh, never question the, why the flake is plain. Well, the flake is, uh, has architecture, and the architecture of the snowflake has two huge features. One is the tree that everybody sees, 
The other one is the flatness of it, which nobody talks about. But both of those features are uh, predictable with the eyes closed from the constructor law. And this was in 1997 in this uh, chapter where I uh, um, uh, um, assembled uh, all these uh, uh, applications of the constructor law that I was publishing in the journals. So um, it's that, uh, look, uh, to have a uh, book chapter uh, just months after uh, the, uh, the discovery of the principle uh, the shows, you, yeah, shows you how, how fast uh, the idea was uh, um, being accepted. Uh, by these places where I was publishing. And I was actually doing uh, uh, a, a courageous um, uh, f uh, work of publishing because I was publishing in uh, biology and in physics, not in engineering. I was not preaching to the choir. Engineers uh, by then already uh, liked me, okay? <laughs> Here I was uh, trying to win a game or two on a... Uh, 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 on the stadium that belonged to the opposition, if you will. Okay, It was a very exciting um, uh, period in my life. Now, uh, 15 years later, this is essentially the first book of popular science, as it were, to, to bring this physical law to, to the, 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 the masses. Yeah, right. Although uh, I think of the, the audience as uh, not the masses, but a, uh, uh, the large numbers of, uh, of honest uh, uh, thinking uh, uh, um, fellow humans. Mm -hmm. uh, I, the, the, this is the audience uh, uh, to which I um, direct my, my lectures. I lecture in high schools. I, I lecture in retirement homes. I lecture, frankly, anywhere uh, I get invited. Uh, because if I don't say yes, then I'm afraid that I, people will not invite me anymore. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> and uh, and I've noticed, I've noticed really that uh, that uh, the audience for science is immense. Mm -hmm. So I um, meaning much um, much bigger than what I would find at a scientific conference. And yes, I I had the the urge to uh, to uh, to 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 uh, connect with this much larger. Uh, audience, which uh, is uh, worldwide. And this is uh, the, uh, the first uh, such attempt. Um, I, uh, so. it, it, I think it's really successful. And one of the things that you do in this book is, uh, let's take it to the final realm where you take it, is um, it, it, while it might have been a leap to go from uh, the physics, the physical, you know, riverbeds to lungs and, and to even the way that uh, animals run and are shaped, mm -hmm. um, the, the real leap you make is into the world of sociology mm -hmm. so that um, we are essentially humans, um, each one of us little individual humans running around on the globe is the equivalent of one of the little atoms in, in that are being shaped by the snowflakes and the, the current that we're running through are, for example, sports, um, intellectual development, yeah, creativity. Yeah, yeah, sure. So talk about, you made some remarkable predictions in the world of sports. Yeah, before I get to that, the, the, uh, the, the path from the constructor law to these uh, uh, new uh, domains was actually very, very short and very obvious. Uh, um, when uh, our group uh, predicted animal locomotion, mm -hmm. um, it, um, that, uh, that was about uh, the movement of animal mass on the landscape. Uh, uh, shortly after that, um, I, uh, 
I predicted why uh, we should all uh, like uh, rectangle shaped according to the golden ratio. Sure. Uh, that's because mm -hmm. uh, our uh, eyes uh, can scan this uh, shape uh, the fastest, which means we can look and get on with uh, with uh, with uh, moving on the landscape, meaning we can get out of a dangerous spot uh, faster. That's why we like uh, uh, certain images. We can so, grok them in one. We can drink it in one swallow. Exactly that's what our eyes that, can exactly see in that, one that's blink. Right, that's right. And for that reason, uh, our uh, eyes are oriented on the horizontal, meaning to, to all of us, the world is flat. Uh, danger comes from the sides and not from uh, above or from below. All these things immediately uh, came together with uh, into the uh, the uh, the view which I uh, wrote down that um, that animal locomotion and cognition uh, are one design. Uh, you may think of it as uh, um, guided uh, locomotion or knowing where to walk, uh, knowing mm -hmm. where to go. And uh, the better you know, the faster you go. And so, uh, uh, once again, uh, it's not just animal locomotion, it's animal uh, locomotion plus cognition plus vision. <laughs> They're one, or hearing if you want, you can throw all the sensory organs into it. So uh, the whole animal body is about is uh, is uh, one uh, design on top of one design, which is all about moving on the landscape. So uh, that is true of all animals, and that, of course, includes us. Um, all these uh, wonderful things that we do, including uh, social organization, is uh, uh, um, if, um, uh, uh, in a final analysis uh, uh, um, measured or manifested as uh, Adrian moving easier on the landscape and Adrian moving his stuff easier on the landscape, uh, Adrian moving longer, um, with greater confidence, um, uh, with uh, with uh, better health, with uh, yes, with uh, with uh, greater wealth. Uh, wealth is also a word for uh, this uh, this uh, uh, more and more movement on on the landscape. You you made some predictions in sports, and you Sport. even had a had a had a a recent article in Slate about the virtues of political candidates flip flopping. Talk tell us a little bit about that. Uh, anyway, the prediction about sports is a uh, is a footnote really to the prediction of uh, animal uh, movement, uh, wh which I uh, uh, remind the listener uh, uh, meant that uh, uh, larger means faster. So uh, so from there came. Um, uh, the prediction that uh, in, at the Beijing Olympics in, in particular, uh, we predicted that uh, the record uh, breakers will be uh, um, runners bigger than uh, in the past and, uh, and in, uh, in, uh, in the swimming and the 100 meter freestyle, the winner will also uh, be bigger than uh, in the past. That turned out to be true with Usain Bolt and uh, Michael Phelps, uh, but we actually predicted everything uh, except the names of these, uh, of these um, specimens. <laughs> so, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, one year later, we explained using the same animal, lo animal locomotion application of the constructor law why all the finalists in, uh, in, uh, in sprint are of uh, West African origin and why all the finalists in uh, swimming are of European origin. That is also uh, has to do with, uh, with the, uh, with the uh, design of uh, movement on the landscape. The, the bodies uh, are slightly different according to uh, geographical origin. And all that has been... Um, um, uh, each such uh, discovery is is a uh, reinforces the previous uh, uh, discovery, which is that the constructor law 
works. works. It works in a predictive sense. And that's what makes it a law, is that you can look at something sitting in your room and make a prediction and then look outside, and the world outside conforms to the prediction you made in your room. Yeah, right, correct, absolutely, but it's uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the meaning it's a long uh, string of eureka moments, mm -hmm. right? But it's a very wonderful uh, um, life of, uh, of, uh, of uh, eurekas here because mm -hmm. it, uh, it uh, leads one to uh, um, discovering that um, the society itself is actually uh, aware of this principle, uh, that the parents uh, told us about this principle when uh, we were little the children and told us uh, words of wisdom that are in fact, uh, again, prefigurations of the constructive law. We're told, uh, uh, first of all, uh, to be thrifty, to be uh, not to waste uh, time, not to waste money. Uh, we're told uh, uh, if you cannot uh, beat them, join them. Uh, we're taught about the wisdom of uh, finding uh, the path of least resistance or a minimum time or, uh, or uh, to avoid obstacles, uh, why, uh, not to walk through the wall, um, um, that all roads lead to Rome. Uh, uh, or all There's the a way reason all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Or uh, um, um, there's another one like this that's, uh, which I cannot think of uh, right now. But uh, the point is that words of wisdom from the past were, uh, were uh, about uh, how, to, how to design uh, uh, your uh, movement uh, for the day or for the, for the year or in life as a growing uh, child. That's construct the law of social dynamics. Now, uh, I think one of the, the interesting things, too, that we can take away from this is that to a degree, the constructal law explains this kind of feeling of oneness with the landscape around us because we are essentially subject to the same laws. We are in our lives are being led through the same kind of flow that's shaping the landscape, that's shaping the culture, that's making cars move that causes traffic? Absolutely, yeah, correct. I, uh, that is uh, uh, evident if you, uh, if you look at uh, the world uh, with, with a constructor law in mind. Flow, first of all, means a relative movement. Uh, for uh, this uh, uh, blob of water to, uh, to move on a landscape uh, in a river or as animal uh, moving, uh, the blob of uh, water uh, has to displace the environment that is in front of it. So, uh, so the idea of uh, life without environmental impact is complete nonsense. Nonsense. Uh, here is uh, what moves, and uh, uh, the rest relative to which the first thing is moving is the environment. The uh, okay, the drawing is the two, the move, the mover, and the non-mover, meaning uh, my stuff and uh, the rest, which is the environment. What is uh, uh, of uh, extreme importance is how to uh, how to. Um, 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 how to sustain the movement, which means how to sustain life, um, uh, while uh, not uh, uh, putting to death uh, the surroundings. <laughs> uh, that is the uh, that is the uh, the phenomenon phenomenon of design in nature, and this is why, in the final analysis, even without our wealth and without our uh, uh, humanity and uh, wisdom. Uh, the uh, the landscape is figuring out how to uh, allow both to uh, morph uh, in time toward uh, uh, 
uh, more and more flow, which means better and better coverage of the landscape. Now, I, I'd like you to just talk about what you see as the future of the constructal law as this becomes more understood in our society, in the way it describes our society, do you think that we'll be able to, I guess, game that system? Uh, the, uh, the answer is yes to how we just ended, to game. It's really, uh, 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 we will be able to, uh, to, uh, to predict the future with greater confidence. This is what uh, humanity does with science. This is why uh, science is useful. Um, this is why everything in the society is actually belongs in physics. Um, uh, we are subject to the uh, law of gravitational fall, to the law of uh, Newton, to the laws of thermodynamics. Whereas, yes, like all of biology, is subject to the laws of physics, and uh, this uh, constructive law is a law of physics. We are. Uh, 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 we, we obey it, but now that we know it, uh, we are uh, much better equipped to, uh, to, um, to predict our future, actually to design our future, and to step uh, in, into it with greater confidence. Um, this is really uh, why I think um, the, uh, the constructor law is, uh, is so appealing. The regret I have, not the regret, this kind of a, uh, I'm jumping at a bit, um, We've made other discoveries since uh, the, the book was finished. You well, tell us, tell, tell uh, us about some uh, of the discoveries that have made and, since and the book and was so finished. And so I'm, uh, I'm chomping at the bit to, 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 to do it again, <laughs> you know, to make it newer. Uh, the, uh, one of the latest, that's just a month old, is we've discovered, uh, our group, um, how to predict the S-curve uh, phenomenon. The S-curve is the, uh, the history of how everything spreads on, on, on the globe. Uh, every technology or every population, every disease, uh, uh, cancer tumor, it spreads uh, first slowly. Then uh, uh, the rate of spreads, pre spreading becomes uh, steep, meaning uh, explosive, or some people say exponential, which is not uh, correct, but anyway, it, it, the spreading is fast. And then even though there is plenty of space into which uh, this uh, thing could expand, the rate of uh, spreading uh, uh, hits a wall. Uh, and uh, so the curve is S-shaped. So the S-curve phenomenon, which is really the life of any technology, the life of any new idea, the life of any new song, or any, even a <laughs> new law of physics, uh, the life of every, or the life of a political system, the life of any, anything that spreads on the globe is S-shaped. And the S-shape is uh, w uh, one way of, uh, okay, uh, one, it's a design feature which is uh, entirely deducible or predictable from the constructive law. We've, uh, we've done this uh, in several papers during the past few months, um, uh, predicting technology spreading, predicting the, uh, the, uh, the history of oil extraction, if you want to talk about the future of uh, energy production on the globe, uh, and the most recently predicting uh, uh, how uh, ideas should flow on the landscape, how uh, uh, the rate of uh, citations of one scientific paper should uh, increase and then flatten out. Uh, uh, by the way, these are known empirically. These things are, uh, are things that economists know and uh, b uh, business uh, types want to uh, know and not tell other people. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I, know, I know even though I'm not an economist <laughs> and a, and a, and a, a businessman. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. Uh, the uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, activity of, um, of uh, looking at... Uh, 
things across the fence because now I have uh, a really powerful pair of binoculars. I've been speaking with Adrian Bejan. His new book is Design in Nature. Thank you for joining me, Adrian. Thank you very much, uh, and I hope we, t we talk again. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.